The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode, the Vanguards are discussing Daniel Penny, the U.S. Marine who choked out Jordan Neely. Now to some, he's a hero. And to some, a murderer. We'll talk about it and much, much more. So ladies and fellas too, without further ado, let's get busy. What you know good, Holiday? All good, all good. Can you hear me? Can y'all hear me? Oh yeah, we can hear you. Oh yeah, well good. Because y'all need to hear this too. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. okay mm-hmm. our show libation and so mr holiday what are we drinking today yeah if for those who heard of red stripe red stripe red stripe that's a, that's a beer okay what is it is it like apple like do you have like apple flavor to it or oh no it, it may sound like that but no it ain't one of those okay Red stripe. Mm-hmm. Next, right. next, time, next time I see you, I'll give you one, son. Hmm. <laughs> will I enjoy this? <laughs> no, no, you will not. <laughs> well, hol- holiday, I'm with you. Let's see if you, you hear that. Yeah. That's my meal right there. That's my slim fast. Damn. <laughs> but, you know, the summer's out. Got warm weather. You know, my fat ass trying to get to the beach. I don't want to be talked about, so I'm trying to get ready. I'm trying to get I right. Don't, I don't, I don't be hard on yourself, Joe. Oh, okay. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. Maybe yeah. next next time I'm going to air, maybe next time I'm going to air, I'll have some a little more stronger. Yeah. All right. Let's get let's get Miss Waddy up in here. Miss Waddy, what's happening? Nothing much. I'm chilling. How y'all doing? All right. Good. Yeah. So far, so good. You know, there's a lot of things I can complain about. A lot of things I can complain about, but eh, wouldn't be worth it. Whatever it is, it yeah, right. It wouldn't be. You know, it'll still be there. So it's like, oh well, I'll just deal with it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I told somebody that in the uh, in the station. I said, uh, he asked. Oh no, no, he asked how's everything going. I said, I said everything's everything's good, man. I'm smooth. I'm always smooth. I said, but I can't complain about, but I I don't let it get to me. So I just like, eh, oh, well, I just deal with it. <laughs> he said he heard that. You know what? Right quick. You know, we have totally forgot a lot of stuff been going on, but we just want to take a time and acknowledge our mothers. Our mo- mother's Day had came and went. 
And we are so sorry to acknowledge Mother's Day on Mother's Day. But we, right now, we want to take the time to acknowledge all our mothers out there. Wish you guys a happy Mother's Day. Well, it's belated, but still. You know what? Why can't, Mother's Day is all day, all year round. And so is there Father's Day. There you go. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to take one special day to acknowledge mom or dad or grandparents. No, Mother's Day is all year round and Father's Day and all everything like that. All year round. We want to acknowledge, but, but, but we want to acknowledge Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you guys. I hope it was special. Hope it was wonderful. Hope you guys have fun. Myself, Holiday, and the rest of our brothers and made dinner for our mom. We just spent time with our mom. We went out, hung out. The kids came. Um like all her grandchildren, like my nieces and nephews. So we had a good, she had a good time. She enjoyed her day. Okay. That's how it's supposed to be. So that's what's up, man. So we just want to take time for the Black and Blue Vanguard. Happy Mother's Day to <laughs> all you mothers out there. Uh, happy Mother's Day, all mothers. All right, let's move on to the next part of the show. And that's my favorite part. What's new on the beat? You know what? I'll go first on this one. All because right. I have a good one. I have a good hey. one that happened. Nice. I went to I went on a call. I went on a, a domestic call and the guy met me on the corner. So I pulled up. I was working by myself. So I pulled up and I was like, and I said, what's going on? So the guy was like, yeah, I'm going through a divorce and I just want to get my belongings. I said, OK, no problem. I He said, my house is down down the street you know, halfway, halfway down the block. So I relocated to that, to his house. Nice. Rang, rang the doorbell. That's a, beautiful, nice. a beautiful young lady in a beautiful dress. One of those gowns come out, answer the door. And I was like, is somebody going on prom today? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, look at this. Look, absolutely beautiful. And I turned around to look at the man who called. I said, is this your daughter? He said, yeah. I said, is this, is, this, is this prom day? He said, yeah. I said, why are we dealing with you coming over here and getting your stuff on prom day? I said, you should be over there do, doing a prom setup. You should be over here, you know, being with your daughter and stuff. I said, right. You know, and then mom came out and I said, listen, guys, this is what we're going to do. Forget what y'all own. I said, give me your, give somebody, give me a camera. So I was out there taking pictures. I said, come on, get the family, get the, get the sister, get the brother. Come on, come on, let's take let's get in there and take a picture. Nice. So I'm out there, I'm out there taking pictures. I was like, y'all get in. Now, the father was smiling. The mom, she wasn't smiling too much. So I had to kind of course mom. They're like, okay, mom, come on. Come on now. I mean, come on, this is for you, this is your daughter's problem. Let's let's put what you got going on with your with the husband, you know, to a side for a second. So we took about, we took about five, six different pictures and you know, some with her and her father, some with her and her mom and brothers and stuff. You know, so the daughter went on prom and then we, we, you know, we took care of what what I needed to take, you know, what they called me for. So I just wanted to, uh, I just thought right. that was a good story about, uh, you know, man, the good story about what new and the because. Make it sound police and good. That's what's up. Yeah, they thinking about themselves on their daughter's prom. Imagine how uncomfortable she feels. Right. Right, because it's hostility, it's tension in the air. And stuff. Exactly. So I, here, here I go. I'm like, I say, you know what? Let me take this time and let's kind of let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let me, hey man, I told the father, give me your camera. I said, come on, let's take some pictures here. You know, 
beautiful. She's sitting in a, in a beautiful drown, a gown, you know, hair all did and stuff. Come on, come on, let's let's, let's you know, let's put this aside for a second. That's what's up. So yeah, so yeah, so I'm I'm out here doing my due diligence. See people, not only not only I'm the police, we're the police, but I guess photographer too. So oh, man. so, so, so <laughs> if anybody need a photographer, hit me up. Oh man, that's what's up. Holiday. <laughs> Hey man, you have anything, Cat Daddy? Uh, lately I've been uh, lately I've been in lockup, so uh, so I just uh, <sighs> hear all the stories, all the people being innocent for what they did. You know, for those that's not familiar with lockup, I get the pity part. Oh man, this is bogus. I said, well, you know, you got to stop living that life. You know, there's people that talk to me about stolen vehicles. It wasn't mine, but he was driving it. And he tried to bail out. Damn. Doesn't sound promising. <laughs> hey, he said, <laughs> you know he said, people, people, they, they, they was in stolen cars, but it wasn't theirs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm uh, like, uh, uh, that's, guess what, buddy? <laughs> You're caught. Isn't that the definition? Isn't that the definition of a stolen car? You in a car that's not yours? It, 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 my friend let me drive it. Oh. And, and and I looked at him. I looked him dead in his eyes. I looked him dead in his eyes. And I said, <laughs> No, nah, clown, you knew what you was doing. Yeah, you're going to get your tough ass in the cell. Get in there. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, for those that, you know, you get caught, man, chin up. Own it. You know, they they telling me, what's going to happen to me? I said, I don't know. You know, you know, you, been, you did this before. Half of the people been arrested before. Yeah, you know, always. You know what it is. It don't change. You got to see the judge. Right. No, I'm nuts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, more of the story is. I bet not see you in lockup. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you, if you don't want to do the, heavy, if, heavy. You don't, if you don't want to do the time, don't do the crime. <laughs> there you go our public broadcast announcement. Yeah. <laughs> PBA, our public broadcast announcement coming to you by Officer Holiday. That's a pretty good one there, Holiday. Oh, here we go. We waiting on this one. I've been waiting on this one for two weeks now. Miss Waddy, what you got for us? I don't got nothing. <laughs> Damn. Nobody's doing nothing stupid this week, surprisingly. Wish I had something, but I guess the not too crazies. Now, 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 Miss Now, Miss Waddy. Now, Miss Waddy, before we got on here, you done told us something. I was, I was elated. Man, I you, to, you said you had a hot dog. I did. I had to cheat today because I had woke up late, tired, still tired. So I'm like, I got to give me something to eat. And I was running out of options. So I was like, skip them, just go to Patillo. So I had a hot dog from Patillo's or whatever. Mm, what kind of hot dog was it? It's like the original Chicago style hot dog with everything on it. Oh, man. Okay. What did you get fries with that? I did with the side. Did you get that cheese? Did you get a cup of cheese? Yep. 
you, you know what that means. <laughs> oh man, man! Hey, I every time I go, hey, you can ask anybody. Every time I go, I gotta get that cup of cheese with that fries for them fries. Man, <laughs> okay, what a what a combination! Right. Mm-mm. Had no choice. You had no choice. Hey, I like. Hey, we like that in you, Miss Waddy. We like that in you. No, I'm not gonna make this a habit. <laughs> yeah. Portillo's, nope. a Chicago dog, fries, cheese. Oh, you living, you living gangster now. <laughs> what, what was that drink, Miss Waddy? What was that drink? You had a Coke? I just that? had water because I was already oh, by getting the food. So I ain't getting another drink. I typically, but if I did, I would get the lemonade. The lemonade is good. Nice. You know, when I when I go to uh Patillo's, I get that uh double bacon cheeseburger. Oh, that's good too. You mm. talking about cheeseburgers. Man. Yeah, I, haven't been to, I haven't been to Patillo's in a while. Man, Miss Waddy, you're going to make me go to Patillo's this week. Get a double bacon. Get a double yeah, bacon cheeseburger. Ooh, man. I can't wait to. Large things of fries and a large, large uh, pop. Some acid. Man. Yeah, they burn down that throat. Yeah, when you drink man. it, it burn the back of that throat, that, too. That, that throat, and that is, that's where it fulfills you at. Once you drink that pop. Ooh, come on. Hey, it's over. Night, oh man, night. that's living right there. That is mm-hmm. living. That's living. Yeah, don't don't talk to me. Let's keep it rolling, man. Hey, we talking good. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. Uh holiday. Any follow-ups from last episode? Uh, let's see. Yes, we have a tree bubble, tree three. Um First one, we're gonna go. Uh, thank you, Sean. Sean wrote, It's a damn shame on what happened to that beautiful woman. She did not deserve that. I really appreciate how you guys pay tribute to Officer Preston. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, I mean, we have to. And we're not gonna listen, we're always gonna remember our fallen. We're always yeah. gonna remember them. So we yes. Th- it's just this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. We always gonna keep talking about her and 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 Andrews and uh, you know all the all the other brothers and sisters we lost in the line of duty. So so it is it was it's not you know it's a must. So it's not like you know we 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 you know it was acts, but it's it's a must, it's a it's a necessity. You know, because she gave the ultimate sacrifice. She didn't lose any endorsement deals or anything like that. She lost her life. The ultimate sacrifice. So, man, but yeah, we definitely for the uh, appreciate that 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 uh that follow up. Yeah. So thank you, Sean. Right. Um, our next one, Will. Shout out to Will. Thank you for listening and uh writing. And Will wrote. Them hood rat need to be put to death, and Officer Preston's mom should be the one that pulled the handle. Oh yeah. Hey, you know what? I ain't mad at that though. I ain't mad, yeah. especially especially the little, the little mofo that was like, uh, "That's his work. That's his work. <laughs> That's his work." He proud that. of it. He proud of the death. Wow. Proud. I know we talked about the death penalty once before. I know, I know, Miss Wadi. I know you. 
you're not for it, I believe. I think we said before, they're not yeah. for the death penalty. But, but, yeah, some emotions, some cases, you like, and you know, you did it and you're bragging. Man, you know, the, the death penalty, you know, they stop you because, you know, you, you, you kill somebody and then you find out that online they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's terrible. But if they bragged about it, like, yeah. And you're obitual, like, this is obitual for you? Like, you do this? Man, you're, you're a waste of space, man. But, you know, at least they got him. Oh, I mean, he's doing life. Yeah. You know, they they, they doing life. It's over. I mean, 16, 17, 18 years old, you ain't even scratched the surface good. You ain't even scratched the surface. So good for them. At least they got him. Mm-hmm. You know, and other other things came out, other studies came out that, you know, that uh, the death penalty is inhumane and that, you know, it doesn't decrease, you know, murder or homicide, you know, so. It's up to the to the uh, problems may be the, the elected officials, but it is federally people still get electrocuted federally, but uh, state locally or, or state wise, you know, they. They, they did away with the death penalty. I, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good good question. Let us know what you think about that, people. Hit us up on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast on that because should should states who eliminated who who got rid of the death penalty should it break should it be brought back or should it be an option? What what's your take again on that? Because I know you said you wasn't for it. Yeah, no, I'm not. Okay. What now? Why is that? I mean, just we're just talking here. You know, you know. It's it's like if it's one evil person that's given the death penalty, you got millions or more. At the end okay. of the day, Christ is the answer. He can change the human heart. We can't. The mm. death penalty won't change okay. the next evil person that's the same way. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Look at uh look at it as uh WJD. What what would you know, what would Jesus do? What you know the you know they need Christ to you know to to turn their ways. So then I guess it's it's never too late. I mean I it's here's the thing. Just an example like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. Jeffrey Dahmer did what he did, but then what? he repented. You know, I don't know if people saw the people who know about the the story or saw the the docu series, but he repented. And he, you know, it's, I guess, you you know, it's never too late now unless it's, I mean, when, until you die, then that's it. But you can be on your deathbed and uh, look at the thief on the cross who's with Jesus. That's a good point there, Miss White. I, I, you know, never even looked at it like that. Wow. Man, you straight, man, that's a, man, that's big. That's big right there. That's fact. Man, that's right. Yeah, right. There's yeah. a chance that that person can turn it, turn his life around. Yeah, it's a chance that these boys that that committed the, the killing to kill Officer Preston one day will turn their life around and give their yeah. give their life to to Christ. I'm still in, you know, I'm still, I I, I admire what the mom, what uh, Ariana Preston's mom said on on national TV. She said, if anything, she was like, I'm hurt, I'm I'm angry, <laughs> I'm grieved. But I feel sorry for those boys because somewhere 
in their life. Nobody, somebody didn't pour into them. That's mm-hmm. it. That's those mm-hmm. are her words. She says somebody didn't pour into them, and it shows you where she come from. You know, well, it's a hard walk, but boy, I tell you, when you we have you have God in your heart, and, and he's and he's everything. I mean, that's it's you look at things more of a yeah, right? It's it's worth it, right? If you look at everything like in, in the spiritual realm and not the natural realm and stuff, I mean, the, people who look at things in natural will understand what she what she said. They wouldn't understand it. They'd be like, oh, no. They will have to die. I'll have to do something. And isn't it? But she looked at it in the spiritual realm on love and forgiveness and, you know, but not saying that, you know, you know, we're not holding them accountable because we're all going to be held accountable for our actions, but still, it's out of love, you know. Righteous anger, you know what I'm saying? So, man. Man, that's big. Man, that's big. All right. Anything else there, Holiday? And we have one last but not least, James. Thank you, James, for writing. James wrote, what do you want to see from your elected officials regarding the incident? What do I want to see? Uh, I don't want this to be a one and done. Or, you know, I don't want this to be, we have the funeral, we said some beautiful words and we had the 21 gun salute, the the soldier funeral, and and that's it. There's nothing after it. It needs some it needs to be a long place, uh uh officer president law, where me personally, personally, if you get caught with a with a firearm. Automatic three years, no question. And that's the area I press the law. It should be anyone who get caught guilty carrying an illegal, an illegal firearm, automatic three years. None of this, none of this pleading, none of this good behavior, none of this electronic monitoring. Automatic three years. You sitting. And I think we should see. I think we should see a change in the um. Uh, in the crime in the in, in community as far as these little boys and some of these girls who who's carrying these illegal firearms. I got that because that's what the uh politician, that's what the uh politicians did in Oakland. And they saw a big change in in crime and in, in people who carry illegal firearms. It was an automatic three years for getting caught for a firearm. They need to induct that here in Cook in Chicago. Should be called the Area Preston Law. Automate three years for somebody who got caught with a firearm. That's what that's what I think. Now, do it have to be on them or just a gun around them? Hell, I, I'll I'll play it on them. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, that was the wrong se- segment. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, 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 it's yours. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry, I, I forgot my I forgot I wasn't on mute. Oh no, no, I'm just playing. Um, no, I mean caught on them. That's on them. Illegal. Okay. I mean, if you okay. if you have it and, and and you caught, I mean, no question doubt about no question about it. You get caught red handed with it. None of this discrepancy. Well, it was over here and he was standing over there. You know, not less do you have sufficient sufficient evidence. So if it's if it's yours, it's not one of them things. It's not what it's not what you know is what you can prove. If I can prove, I'll shout it out. That's your gun. Then you sit for three years. I mean, three years. We ain't talking about good behavior. I mean, you sitting there three years. If it's if it's May 13, 2023, you coming out May 13, 2026. I mean, three, you doing that full three. 
I bet you see a drop in. I bet you see a drop in crime. The problem is these people over there playing with these. You're playing with these criminals. That's the problem. Y'all playing with. Them. Yep. Ah, what I know. I just work in it. What? What? <laughs> what, what, what you? You got? You have anything? Holiday, Miss Miss Waddy. No, I. You know, I agree. Always carrying these illegal firearms around and don't want no consequences. And that goes for any age. All right. Because, you know, oh. majority of the time is... Oh, yeah, any age. You know, any other time is a juvie. No, they get it too. Juvies need to be tried as adults. I have no sympathy. Right. Um, no. Yeah, that goes for... Yeah, they want to keep making laws on police. Make a law on this. Boost that up. No, this right. one, uh, here's mommy, daddy... Oh, okay. Slapping the wrist. Oh, here's a little monitor. He did. Nah, nah. You going two, three years? You say three right. years. Three years. Three. Me, I'll boost it to five. But hey, okay. Three would do. Five years. Okay. Hey. Three would or, do. I mean, we but, can. But I but mean, something we can. Got to be done. What? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's just right. We just yeah. In general, throw some stuff out there. Yeah, something had to be different. It shouldn't just be all right. We had to feel that we said some beautiful words. We put some pictures up. We gave her a a a, a soldier funeral, and that's it. Yeah, no, something got to come behind it. Like we ain't tolerating this, and it should. And, you know, and it goes for Officer Preston and everybody who 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 was 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 victimized by 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 gunfire. Uh huh. Was it what just last year or was it two years ago with Ella Frank? Right. It's the same thing. Right. Yeah. Say, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, lasso. Yeah. Lasso. And just, hey. it, man, it's just anybody who just got, get, get slain by, by gunfire. I All mean, these officers. Yep. Um, I was about to say something. Yeah. Either that or have a public. Whipping or something? I don't know. I mean, some just some they some they some they some they grab attention that that want to deter people from doing crime. You got some people. There's some side that say, "Hey, we don't want that old school type of you know uh, lock them up type things." Or you know, we define the root causes and we need resources and 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 opportunities. You know, so. You know, you know what I say about that, <clears throat> and that's fine, and that's and that's fine. As far as want to do some extra, you know, like that, but you still need some old school type, yeah, no old school, school, old school ways. You still, you still need some old school ways. Old school ways has structure. Yep. Just, just saying. Just, just saying. Facts. Just saying. So, if you want to get rid of something that was structure. Yeah, that's like uh, you know, that's like uh, getting rid of Big Mama or 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 or, or Big Daddy, right? You know, those was those were wisdoms. Those where you get your wisdom from, because you don't you you don't have that now. Look look out, look what's going on. But, there. but that's old school, yeah, right? That's, but that's right. old school. So you know, we can we can tie everything together and it still work. But you know, but yeah, we're just throwing some stuff out there. But as always, let us know what you guys think. I mean. Hit us up. We we appreciate we send send us feedback. So so let us know what's up. What's your, what's your guys' ideas on uh, what can be, what can be done to kind of 
curb this violence. All right, is there anything else uh, we get uh holiday? No, so feel free. All right, right more. We'll talk. Hey, we love it. Thank y'all. All right, cool. All right, Miss Waddy, we got new notifications. Yeah, we got a a nice amount. <coughs> so speaking of Mother's Day, Chicago police are looking for four robbers who were extremely busy on Mother's Day, targeting 10 people in just 30 minutes. Chicago police said four guys started their morning with a robbery on West North at Springfield and Humble Park at 7.20 a.m., then went on to rob nine more people at 7.50 a.m. Police said the robbers hopped out of a gray Hyundai Elantra wearing black hooded sweatshirts and black ski masks. They targeted people on sidewalks who are parking vehicles, threatened them with semi-automatics, and took their stuff and took off. The nine other robberies happened on West Lemoyne near North Springfield at 7.30 a.m., North Kedville and Hermosa at 7.32 a.m., West Wabansia near North Carlove at 7.34 a.m., West Palmer near North Carlove at 7.35 a.m., West Palmer near North Carlove, um, and then West Dickers, Dickens near North Kildare at 7.38 a.m., North Kenneth near West Palmer at 7.40 a.m., North Pulaski near West Wabanzia at 7.41 a.m., West Palmer near, yeah, and that's basically it. Well, those locations. That's wow, crazy. I mean, t- I mean, ten robberies, Miss What is it? Ten robberies? Yeah, that's another one. I, I say anybody got caught doing a robbery has automatic three years too. But that's the type of stuff that would slow things down. Well, yeah, if you know that if you getting hooked, if you hooked and booked for three years for a robbery, a, a person to commit a robbery w- will be less because you're like, hey, if I get caught, man, I'm automatically doing three. Years people get caught, like, oh, ain't nothing gonna happen. See, that's the problem. Yeah, two blacks that's the whole thing. They yeah, know the nothing ain't gonna happen. I mean, 10 robberies, right? I had a, I had a, uh, it's an old copper who retired holiday, you know. He used to, he used to walk past me and say, This city's a dump. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, dump. I know you talk about <laughs> <laughs> he, if something happened. He'll shake his head and say, man, this city's a dump. And I hate that because Chicago's a beautiful city. You know, we it just is. get ugly people in it. Just man, ugly people who do ugly things. I just don't even want It's not even the same to me. I don't even like going out. Oh, I'm in the crib. I don't even That's like, because I'm like... Be nice out. Yeah, that nice weather. Just want to, you know, you, you're always at work. So when you do step out, you just want to chill, just have a good time without worrying about is one of y'all numb nuts want to start something. Right. You just want to be drama free. Like, I don't want no problems, man. I just want to go out and just 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 I just want to go out and just have have a good time. And I don't want no problems. Because I'm afraid what I'm have to do. I'm afraid what I'm have to do. And that's the thing. And we'll talk about it because the story of 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 Daniel Penny. He had to interject himself because somebody was out there, you know, causing trouble. But dude died and now he's facing second degree and violence manslaughter. So that's that one. That's that thing. We're going to talk about it. But that's like, hmm, should I get involved? Should I couldn't? Should I shouldn't? Yep. You know what? Why, why don't I just why don't I just stay in the house? 
<laughs> right. Because if you don't, Man. you don't want no officially misconduct or nothing. So. Uh, yeah, that's it. Right. Oh, you so. what'd you do about it? It's, it's the same results if I did something about it. All right. Well, we got anything else, Ms. Waddy? Yeah. Prosecutors say a man on parole for shooting someone during a robbery fired several shots over the heads of two Chicago police officers as they wrote parking tickets over the weekend. Judge William Faye held the man, 32-year-old Quincy Newell, without bail during a bond hearing Monday afternoon, wearing full uniforms and seated inside a fully marked Chicago police squad car. The officers were writing citations around 2 p.m. Sunday in the 200 block of West 45th Street, just west of the Dan Ryan Expressway. Prosecutor Sarah Dale Schitzit told the judge. One of the officers noticed Newell sitting in a nearby car with one foot sticking out of the driver's door, pointing a gun towards the cops and moving it side to side, Dale Schmidt alleged. Quincy Newell, Cook County Sheriff's Office. Newell then aimed the gun over the officer's head and fired about eight shots, she continued. Another vehicle owner later reported that their front passenger window was shot out near 45th and Wells, about a half block from where the shots were fired. The officers chased Newell, but he got away. When other cops pulled him over on the Dan Ryan, Newell briefly stopped, then allegedly sped off, leading them on a 30-minute chase before being caught. At least one of the officers were writing tickets, identified him as the person who fired shots, Dale Schmidt said. Officers found an unloaded handgun on the center console of his car and a nine millimeter bullet bullet on the floorboard according to Dale Schmidt. Another eight nine millimeter shell casings were found at the shooting scene. Newell's on parole for aggravated battery by discharging a firearm and aggravated discharge of a firearm stemming from an attempt robbery in 2013. In that case Newell and an accomplice tried to rob two victims after meeting up with them to buy iPhones they were selling on Facebook. Dale Schmidt said at one point, Newell ordered them to turn over everything he had. One victim ran and Newell fired a shot at him that missed. He then shot the second victim about three times in the leg and lower back, according to Dale Schmidt. Newell was sentenced to 11 years plus the concurrent four years for the case. He was paroled last year. No, see, he's supposed to sit. He didn't, she he didn't really, shot somebody. What was it? What was it back in 2013, you said, uh, Miss Waddy? Yeah, but that's the thing that frustrates me because I'm never praising, you know, I want somebody to be dead, but this is what I'm saying. If you happen to get caught, whether by law enforcement or by a concealed gun owner in the streets who's trying to protect themselves, I have a problem with making this offender and offenders like him, male or female, whoever, I have a problem with this whole making them look like victims some type of way. You have choices that you make. You're responsible for those choices. I get that everybody wasn't poured into. I get that people grew up certain ways, exposed to certain things. And throughout that experience, there are certain things you're also exposed to, which is an alternative. You got a lot of people who grew up in rough areas and made it out. I mean, some of you got people who grew up through the most atrocious environments, family and community and school. Some didn't even have school. You know, so it's like you are still responsible for your actions. So it's like if you come out your house, you know what I'm saying, after doing time and you still harassing people, you still doing the same thing, and somebody defends themselves, but because it looks bad, 
we gonna say the criminal is a victim. No, no, he's not. The mm. victim is the victim. That's yeah. it. The victim mm-hmm. is the victim, and that's it. Because when the victims, when you hear about these stories and offenders get away, no one cares about the real victims. It's like business as usual. But let them get caught by the police and have like the person who shot this guy who shot out the police. If they would shot him back and killed him, people are protesting for this criminal. But the victims, yeah, y'all don't care. That's right. 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 Absolutely it, right, Miss Waddy. Really I mean, we just, uh, it's messed up. I mean, Holiday, Miss Waddy, I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense where this guy who was shooting at the police. Let's say the police did, which here's the thing, which I don't know why they didn't, but maybe, and I heard, I, you know, according to the story, it was like half a block. So I guess that's a little rough to, I guess you can be a little reckless if you start shooting back, but still, right? you know, hit the windshield. I mean, uh, if, if let's say the police didn't shot back and kill, there, there would be some people, a group or whatever the case may be, there would be a side where they'll play mental you know, they'll bring up the mental uh, status. They'll bring up lack of opportunity. They bring up resources. They bring up, uh, you know, addiction. They bring up, uh, you know, the man, the man never gave him a chance. They'll bring all this stuff up. But what supposed to, they would, they'll bring up all this stuff except what they should be bringing up is why is this dude first? A, he's a convicted felon. Right. And why does he have a gun in the first place? And why is he shooting at, I mean, shooting at officers in the second? I mean, why, you know what I'm saying? Instead of be instead of talk about what they need to talk about, they'll talk about everything else. But so that's like I, mean, I want to know when they get to talking about resources for him and what what he needed. Let's let's how about we start researching into when he got paroled. Let's build a track record. Like how many times has he tried to you know seek a job or something or you know seek a new way out because the opportunities are out there. When you choose not to uh, take on at least one, that's a choice. You made a mental choice to not seek better for yourself. Why is that everybody else's fault? Mm-hmm. Yep. This is never, yes, never. You don't want to do better. That's the reality of it. Like, And that's no, I'm not saying everybody. Right. But reality of it is we talk to these people it's like well why don't you do this i don't want to do that that don't sound like poverty anybody in poverty well, no want <laughs> if you want to get out of poverty why would you not take the opportunity if you run a if you're looking for money and somebody offered you a job a good paying job whether it be in a factory or something you say no nah, i don't want to do that the, the a person who's tired of poverty, if you was tired of poverty, dudes and holiday, if I'm tired of poverty, you think I'm gonna be selective of what job or how what job I want when it's a good paying job too, that's enough to get me off my feet. Exactly. Hell, you got people you got why you got so many people want to come to this country. Exactly. But they besides, don't want to talk there. I mean, besides the one, besides the ones who want the, the handout, but ultimately people come to this country because they want something better for themselves. And they're willing to work jobs. They, they get people that are willing to work jobs. Nobody, nobody, you know, other some people that don't want to work. Right. But it's, you know, 
but you work a job. You don't have to. I think people. I, you know what, Miss Wadi and Holly. I think people get to some people and some some of these young people in particular is, is have a misconception or a preconceived notion of what you know. Just because you have you, you here doesn't mean that you're gonna stay there for the rest of your life or you're gonna make that amount of money for the rest of your life. This is just a stepping stone. Exactly. When I first when I first started working, I wasn't making the money, the bread I was making now. I was making way less. But but those jobs right there teaches you work performance, teach you how to, you know, bring, you know, you 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 build making skills, you you know, it develop you how to work skills to, in your work environment, you know, be a team player, know how to take order, know how to be professional, know how to be punctual, you know, know how to be on time. It builds the characteristics. So when you go to a to a to a career or whatever the case may be, you you come in with not just yourself. You bring in all that that work experience with you, and to better another company or this company or your own company. So it's all stepping stones. And nowadays, nowadays people want things. Some people want stuff handed to them right then and there. No, you got to work for it. You yeah. got to start somewhere. It's, and that's why it's called entry level. You start somewhere. But because, <laughs> because you start there doesn't mean you're going to finish there. Not unless you just want to just, you start there and finish there. I, you know, some there are some people that do that too because they're happy where they're at. Now, that's a different story. But just because you start this one position doesn't mean you're in there. It boils down to one thing, one word. And you can tell. You can tell just by this one word I'm going to say. Are they going to be something in life or not? And the one word is discipline. Yep. If you talk to somebody and they have no discipline, they're not trying to hear nothing. Any everything you said, you had this. You need discipline to do anything: school, yeah. work, uh, your goals, uh, family, <clears throat> to be trustworthy. You have to have discipline. For those that say, "Oh man, ain't nothing out here for me," that just they have no discipline. They they already lost. You sit here, you give them resources. They don't want to hear. They have no discipline. But if you see somebody that had discipline, but they just actually, they legit just don't know how to, like, where to begin at, those are the ones you go after. You're like, all right, you see. Do this, do that. And they'll get out of there. They'll, they'll make yep. something of themselves. Yep. You know. Better. And there's resources that we said on our uh, previous podcast. Uh, there's uh, resources that help you discipline, uh, train yourself, prepare yourself for the for jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, get yourself ready to become go for your goals to to uh, shoot for your goals, your dreams, whatever you want to do. So, um, yeah. It's they have discipline, and when you see they don't have it, you're like, Mm-mm. yeah, you know what? You're, you hate to Holiday, say you hate to be that person. Right you hate to be that person, and you know, and everybody's judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody have a piece of judgment on them. You just sit there, you talk to them. I said, nah, because like you said, they want the nows. The nows, like you know what? Why, why, why would I go back to school? Why do I want to work? Why I can just still right, it, it, man? Holiday, you hit it right on the head. With that discipline, discipline. The one word, and you can tell. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell you who has discipline it. or not. Why do you, you can see it on them? 
you, you we, we we go to calls we, we ain't new to this <laughs> you like that's how sometimes you even know i'm wasting my breath with this but i'm still gonna be there do my job i'm still gonna try to be right. positive help them out even though mm-hmm. it's going out the other year but you hope for the best because some gonna listen yeah exactly some are gonna exactly listen. right without discipline you never start and without consistency you'll never finish That's so fact. i mean i don't want to hear nothing about this lack of resources and opportunity there's plenty of that cut, cut that crap there's plenty of that there's time out for that how was our people was able to do so much more with far less exactly how and all the opportunities and we got an excuse for it right and you, you know got- what's the, you know what's the killing part miss wadi and holiday what? You get people that actually who have platforms to really shape the minds and yep. be a role model. Mm-hmm. They feed into it. They feed this. Yes, victim. there's no opportunity. And it's like, wait a minute. How did you get it? Exactly. Why don't you get them the advice? But no, they want to stay relevant. So they need them to keep, you know what I'm saying? They need them. Yeah, they so they keep feeding the, this bull, yeah. this bull crap. They keep feeding the bull crap because they won't, they need them. To uh, uh uh to keep them in position, right? That's all it is. Oh, I can't give you the blueprint. Right, right, right. <laughs> negativity always. Oh man, and negativity always sells, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Positive, you're right. Positive, positive. Man, why you always happy? What? Man, you really like it? it it's, it's but if you fuck the world it's like yeah you know right on yeah man you cool as hell like all right we we got anything else uh any other notification miss water yeah just anonymous tips up to five thousand dollars leading for tips to gun trafficking charges or convictions and up to fifteen thousand dollars for tips leading to homicide charges and convictions you can always call 833-408-0069 or you can always email us at cpdtip.org all right thanks miss water for those notifications Holiday for those follow-ups. Uh, all right, let's get into the investigation part of the show. Let's investigate U.S. Marine Daniel Penny. Mm. Well, when this came out, ooh, people was buttered, boy, because at first, uh, the DA didn't bring up bring up charges, you know, against uh, the U.S. Marine Daniel Penny for allegedly choking out and killing uh, Jordan Neely. But, hey, that's why we're going to hear so we can talk about it. So, Daniel Penny was caught on camera holding Neely down in a chokehold for several minutes while two other passengers restrained his legs on May 1st, 2023. Neely later died in hospital. But, of course, we got to wait on toxicology and, and all the other stuff to really, uh, really know what's in the system. But let's check out a clip and then we will talk about it authorities say 30 year old jordan neely was acting erratically and some witnesses reported he threatened passengers on the manhattan f train when the 24 year old veteran stepped in other passengers seen holding neely's arms he was later pronounced dead at the hospital new york governor kathy hochel calling the case horrific this was an individual who took the situation into his own hands just looking at that video you know it's wrong one has the right to take the life of another person. 
but Mayor Eric Adams urging the public to trust the process. But we need to be extremely clear that from day one of this administration, I focus on we cannot have people with severe emotional uh, illnesses on our subway system. Neely seen here on a subway train just days earlier. Known for his performances as a Michael Jackson impersonator, Neely had been arrested more than 40 times, including for assault. So you listen to it and you heard it. Uh, Penny. Daniel Penny, so U.S. Marine Daniel Penny said that the event on May 1st were like none he ever experienced, experienced before. And he can't tell you that the threats and the menacing and the terror that Jordan Neely introduced to the train has already been documented. There are numerous witnesses from different walks of life who have absolutely no motives to do anything other than what actually happened. Uh, U.S. Marine Daniel Penny said he don't think it's going to be controversial. Well... It's controversial. Not only is controversial, it's it's divided. Now, I like how uh, the Mayor Adams, Mayor Adams of New York said, pretty much let the process play out. Let's not, you know, uh, overreact, you know, emotionally. You know, let this let the system play out. But you got some people who said that uh, U.S. Marine Daniel Penny should be arrested what he have done is divided into two two categories people look at him as a murderer or people look at him as a hero okay uh let's take a listen to a panel talking about this uh this this incident right here does anybody on the panel believe there will be no charges in this case and there should be no charges i don't think there should there be charges shouldn't be yeah, yeah. no charges no charges uh, i don't know because I mean, the investigation is not enough. I, you, it's too early to say that no, there's no, there shouldn't be or couldn't be. Because until well, you don't know what he was doing. You don't know whether or not it was excessive. There's a whole kind of evaluation that the DA's got to go through before they file a case. And what will be the determining factor for the DA? Whether there was excessive force or whether they're going to determine they will interview everybody who was on that uh, train they will find out exactly what was happening in the lead up to the chokehold and then they'll determine whether or not he was resisting at that point whether or not there had been something there was an assault in the you have a right to defend others so the yeah. person who's here has yeah. a right if right. that person the I, they keep calling him michael jackson impersonator which just I don't even... Yeah, well, there's there's also another issue here, both legally and I think in the court of public opinion, right? Which which is the reasonableness of a fear, right? In that subway car, how reasonable was it? That in that sense, it reminds me very much of the Bernie Getz case, right? Where the question is, is it reasonable to make that determination that this guy who's ranting and raving is a threat when others might not be? And actually, I think it's a condemnation on the state of the law in New York City that we are forcing people on their commutes to try to determine, is this raving schizophrenic actually a threat? Is this one not? That's actually the, the indictment should be on, on the whole city and the crime wave in the city uh, because we shouldn't be subjected to having to make those decisions. I think he made the right decision, but I think the indictment should be on the city to not force people to confront this kind I of totally, decision with I someone totally who's already agree. been arrested for four, 42 times and had an outstanding warrant. I so, totally agree. You know what? I don't think this should be national news. This should not be national news. This veteran, he fought and served for this country. 
He was trained to protect. And that's what he was doing on that subway, protecting. This oh, should not be that, national news, but now people are making it about race. People, this has nothing to do with race. People are going to make it what they make of it. The unfortunate part is whoever um, the Marine was, yeah. whether he doesn't, presumably he does not know this guy has been arrested 42 times. So. True. That is not going to be part of the determination. But it is However, part of, of how reasonable that fear is, right? If this guy has actually assaulted people in the past, maybe there's something unless, in his behavior. It's not about, it's not about, I agree with you. It, they can't know that there was all this past history. Correct. But if the guy has actually assaulted a bunch of people before, it goes to the reasonableness of the judgment, not only of the main guy here, but the other two in the car, determining that, yes, in fact, this guy was a threat as opposed to some other homeless man who might not have been. He should, is it, it, be a and, if he was threatening somebody, he shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have been harming anyone at all. all right, so this, here's, this, here's, this, this might have is, happened. The problem is he's dead. The yes, problem the is problem is, dead. and you know what? I don't wish death on anybody at all. I will never celebrate the death of someone at all. And yes, he, if he did commit crimes in the past, that doesn't mean that he deserved to die right. at all. And that veteran, he said he didn't mean to kill the guy. He was just trying to protect others. So I'm not saying it's okay that he's dead. And at the same time, I just don't think this should be national news. Well, so you said, you because so many people are dying. Listen, every every it should it should it shouldn't be this big. And people are making it about race. Yes. And that and that is what this that is what disturbs me. Because people, black people are dying every single day. Look at Chicago. Look at the crime in New York. I really wish that we can give uh that we can shine a spotlight on the young black children that are gunned down every day. I wish we can well, shine the spotlight. No, I, that yeah, that's but, not going to get But everybody is, everybody is turning this. Everybody, it should. It I, should. I just, what, it should. Whether it should or but will. Everybody is turning this into a race you. now. This is all, they're making this a race thing now, calling it racism. Oh, this white man killed a black man. Oh, this black man deserved to live I in his 30s. Called it everybody, yeah, they call it a lynching. Yeah, this is not a lynching. I, I would Come just, on, get I would out of here. just caution until we Come know on. more about that what's happening. You know, whether this Ferragos is a defense attorney, by the way. So if there's any... Everybody was going to fight that he shouldn't have that's, the charges yeah. what they are. But, but by and the way, way and I, I could be in trouble. I so want to know what happened. I want to know first <laughs> yeah. what happened. Oh, right, we know somebody died, so there had to be a certain level of um, assault. There had to be a certain level of threat before you can kill Look, somebody. You, you, have hey, you listen to it and then you heard it. This incident right here got a lot of people uh, divided who's taking sides. You get media manipulation. You get people with platforms giving their opinion. You get that opinion and... He's a hero to one. He's a murderer to other. I mean, we got to look at the facts. Now, the facts are what we have. Uh, Daniel, uh, what we have that uh, Jordan Neely came on. He was on the subway. And according to police, Jordan Neely was acting in a hostile and erratic uh, manner, according to the witnesses. I'm, I'm sorry. According to the police, the witness had told them that Neely was acting in a hostile and erratic manner, telling riders that he will hurt anyone on the train. Neely was shouting and said that he was hungry and thirsty, that he did not mind going to jail or getting life in prison, and he was ready to die. Also, sources said that witnesses reported that Neely was throwing trash at the passengers, at which time Penny approached Nearly from behind and put him in chokehold 
and the rest is history. So at first they didn't they didn't charge uh Miss Marine Daniel Penny. And it took I think eight that took about a week or two weeks rather before the DA brought charges. But within that two weeks, uh it was it was it was rough because people, you know, BLM was 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 protesting and and it, it got a little ugly. They still ain't told Oh black no, Miss Waddy. Who donated to Black Lives Matter? They still ain't said that. I'm shocked they well, still hey. Well, see, and that's why you when you heard that one uh the one guest the one panel, the one guest on that panel was saying, you know, it sh- this shouldn't be a racial thing. But of course, when you're dealing with a white person and a black person, where a black person died, oh man, here's come. Of course, it's here's come the manipulation. Here's come the the race oh, yeah. baiters, and you know here they come. But check this out. Here's here we're gonna listen to a clip of demonstrating people protesting peacefully. Of course, they all peaceful, and uh, and we'll talk about. So you heard that people are protesting, people are mad, people are upset. Uh, they feel like, uh, you know, at the time that uh, Daniel Pity got away with with murder, and you know, of course, there's people who do not want to let the system play out. They say the system is corrupt; it's not fair with the black people. What else may be right? So they charge Daniel Penny with second degree manslaughter. Okay, again, the most. The maximum I think is 15 years he can he can serve. Well, that's Jordan. That's uh Daniel Penny. Okay, so let's let's kind of look into Jordan Neely. All right, Jordan Maurice Neely. You know, a 30 year old black man. He grew up in uh, New Jersey. At 14 years old, his mother was murdered by a man whom was in abusive whom she was in abusive relationship with. Her body was found in a suitcase. Neely was also called to testify at that trial. According to his aunt, he developed a depression, schizophrenia, and post-traumatic stress disorder after the mother and his mom. Yes, sir. Neely was placed in the foster care. Yeah, it's messed up. So you can see the, the you trauma. know, you can see why he, you know, the trauma. I mean, anybody, you know, seeing his mother was killed and put found in a suitcase. Jesus Christ. Now, the question is, why is he placed in foster care if he had a family? But that's a different story. True. Uh, <laughs> uh, Neely was known for his Michael Jackson impersonating, impersonation performance in Times Square and the subway and subway station. He, uh, he frequently be homeless, home, uh, homeless. At the time of, uh, of his death, Neely has been arrested 42 times by the NYPD. 
Now, a lot of them are misdemeanors, but uh, in 2015, Jordan Neely, you know, kidnapped the seven-year-old. In 2019, oh, wow. Jordan Neely attacked an old man. 2021, Jordan Neely attacked a 67-year-old 60, woman and broke her nose. He's broke. Yeah. He was a broken guy. But yeah. Yeah. I wonder, like, his family that was at the funeral, I don't know them. And I don't like to pass judgment because I don't wasn't there. You know, I just, you know, I just wish he would have had more outreach of people trying to get him into facility. <laughs> get him into right. facility. I don't know if right. they tried. Right. I right. can't say they didn't because I didn't research that. That's not for me to say. It's not for me to make the assumption, but I just wish he would have really got the help he needed because mm -hmm. before that incident, before this, be, I hate that he, God, I hate that he died. Like, cause he was screaming for help for years. But right. before this incident escalated this far, the people on the train didn't know that. They didn't know his past. Right, it's, see, that's the thing, right. They don't right. know when you start threatening to kill somebody, don't nobody want their life taken away from them. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. They don't. It, it, especially this, in this climate. You know, mm -hmm. it's been a lot of, it's been a lot of stuff that's been going on on New York City uh, subways and all of, I mean, just, just everywhere. But, yeah. I mean, check this out. We, you know what? We'll talk about crimes on the on New York subway. We'll listen to this clip and then we'll, we'll finish more on this. All right, safety on the subway. That is an issue that continues to be the top of mind for most New Yorkers. Now, new NYPD data shows felony transit crimes are on the rise. Briella Tomasetti in Herald Square with details this morning. Briella, what's happening? Yeah, Rosanna and Bianca, good morning to the both of you. The problem really just seems to be getting worse and worse. And part of the solution is said to be getting people back to... The transit system, the mayor says, changing that entire perception of crime. Well, before the pandemic, about 6 million people rode the subways every day. Now we're hovering at around 3.7 million passengers a day. City and state officials are hoping that more cops and more cameras will heighten their sense of security. But all these riders don't quite feel that way. Police have released new surveillance video of the man wanted for allegedly robbing and then stabbing a subway commuter who offered him a cigarette. At around 10 o'clock last Tuesday evening, investigators say the 34-year-old victim was riding a southbound F train approaching the Herald Square 34th Street station when the suspect, seen here wearing all black and a baseball cap with white lettering, asks for a smoke. The victim went to pull out a cigarette and the suspect tried to rob him, stabbing him once in the torso with a sharp object. The dispute then spilled out of the train car as it pulled up to the platform. You can see that 34-year-old man trying to defend himself until the altercation continues out of frame. Police say that's when the suspect stabbed him again, this time in the left shoulder, before walking away with the victim's backpack and $200 cash. The man was taken to Bellevue Hospital in stable condition. And that was just the first of two back-to-back -back subway stabbings that left three people injured. A half hour after the first incident, according to the NYPD, a man got...
into an argument with a woman on a southbound L train approaching the 14th Street Union Square station and then slashed her in the face with a sharp object. Another passenger intervened and tried wrestling the man to the ground. That Good Samaritan was stabbed in the head with the same sharp object during the dispute. Both victims were treated for non-life-threatening injuries. In late October, Mayor Adams and Governor Hochul announced a revised plan to crack down on subway crime, hoping to restore public confidence for millions of uneasy passengers. More officers began working 12-hour tours at hundreds of stations citywide. But even an extended police presence hasn't been enough to deter the violence. Felony transit crimes, including murder, rape, and robbery, have jumped by nearly 40% this year compared to last. That's according to new statistics the NYPD plans to present at tomorrow's MTA committee meetings. 1,917 felony crimes were reported on subways between January and October, up from 1,367 tallied during the same time period last year. Among the numbers include nine murders, nine rapes, 500 robberies, 456 felony assaults, six burglaries, and 937 grand larcenies. Again, no arrests have been made in regards to that stabbing incident here in Herald Square. Police are describing the suspect to be about a six feet five inches tall, 240 pounds, with a dark complexion and facial hair. Of course, if you have any more information, you are being urged to call the Crime Stoppers hotline at 1-800-577-TIP. So you heard all that and you listened to it. And it's no, so the thing is, People are heightened and you know on edge already because of the uh, because of the other uh, the, the 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 rise in crime on the subway. So here you have Jordan Neely, who's suffering through things. Of course, people don't know that, but comes down there threatening, say he's ready to die, and he doesn't care. So then you have a good Samaritan, a good Samaritan, or if whatever you want to call him but according to him according to him he was uh jordan Neely was threatening the passengers and he he took action now unfortunately uh jordan Neely passed mm-hmm. we're at this crossroad people call him a murderer people call him a hero you got the rise in crime that's why that's why uh Daniel Pitney stepped up. Now, if he didn't, you know, you got people, you heard the 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 clip. Mm-hmm. Rape, homicides, uh, larceny, robberies. Yep. Overall crime is is is, is on a rise on the subway. People are, are scared. They had like 600 million people to take the subway in, or six hundred six million people to take the subway, or whatever that number was. Now it's, it's decreased in half. And he's trying to figure out what happened, but Okay, here we go. We got somebody that's, that that took action, and then now he's charged for you know second yeah. degree involuntary manslaughter. So we're at the crossroad. So we're not going to be long. Uncle, we're just going to give our little take on this, and that'll be it. And we want to hear from you guys and what you guys think after all the stuff we you heard and what we said. I mean, right now it, it's up for grabs. It's all it's all in courts, and it's all up to the. If it's the jurors of bench trial, whatever the case may be, to decide. But right now, we're just talking about it right now. So what we know and what we found out and the climate 
I think kudos, big, big ups to Daniel Penny for stepping up. We need more people to do that when it comes to incidents like this happen or fights or whatever the case may be. If not, if not directly, but indirectly with a description, direction of flight, a name or any information that can help the, the authorities solve the crime. Um, that's another way of getting involved and helping. So, like I said, man, you know, guys, I mean, I don't have much on this. I mean, it's messed up that uh, Jordan Neely passed, but he came in there and Daniel Penny was somebody who, who was who was ready for him. But I I would would say that people are just tired in New York of being a victim, and just this had came at a time where the crime was on the rise there, and unfortunately the media manipulation and the and the snakes are in in this thing get their hands all weaving uh you know around this thing to make it to make it racial. And then you get BLM coming out, coming out the closet and, you know, want to throw their two cents in it where, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter. And we all know, we all know that BLM is, is a, is a farce, is a scam. Very much a scam. I mean, yes, Black Lives Matter, no doubt about it, no I question about it. Absolutely. But the organization itself is trash. It's a scam. Uh, me personally, I wish Daniel Penny just, you know, even if you put him in that chokehold, just a couple seconds in and then let go. Or if you gave him a two-piece or or a tiger uppercut, you know, something, right. you know, just to, just to check him. Right. That's what I feel like she should have did. Uh-huh. We can look at it now and say that, but you know, this is this is a lesson for, for anybody else who just want to intervene. There's nothing wrong with intervening and getting involved. When you have people that can't defend themselves and you and you're there, that's mm-hmm. like that's like if I'm on the train with them and Miss Whitey on the train and somebody come in talking slick, I know I'm protected because Miss Whitey is like, you know, saying kickboxing champ, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she'll, you know what I'm saying? It is. Yeah, I'm hilarious. I mean, she would go in and do work, and we good. You know, I'd be like, thank you, Miss White, for saving everybody. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm high, like, underneath the underneath the chair or whatever. But for people who, 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 who couldn't stand up for themselves. That's, you know, that's what he did. Uh, what do you think, Holiday? I mean, uh, how you feel? Should, I mean, I mean, I, hey, man, we, 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 we cut for them saying cloth. I know you're like, well, yeah, he, I, we wish he didn't die, but oh yeah, he's, he's justified in doing what he, you know what I'm saying? Putting hands on him. I mean, checking him at least. Yeah. I mean, overall, of course, they're gunning for the, the negativity side of it. He's, he's a murderer, um, white man killing black. Uh, of course, we don't wish he died. Yeah, like you said, you wish you can all you can always say wish now, but if his intention wasn't to kill him, um, mm-hmm. this man, oh man, it's terrible. It's terrible what happened. Um, I think overall, I'm always about defending those that can't defend themselves. 
because um, he didn't have to do that. And there's no telling what could happen if he did it. Since we want to play the, yeah, oh, well, this happened and we don't know what could happen. Let's say he didn't jump in. He's already throwing trash at people. Right. He could have right. killed right. innocent people since we're going to play the could have, should have, would have. Um, right. That's what he yeah. said. Now, there's witnesses that said that's what he came in and said. He's ready to uh, die. You know, that's, you know, when someone, there's nothing more scarier. And I can say this as an officer, as a human being or whatever. I don't care how tough you think you are in life. But if someone say, you know, I'm ready to die, like, man, my life already fucked up. So, and you got stuff to lose. Man, that's a mm-hmm. scary situation. I don't Ooh, think people know how that's, scary that's that tough. is. That's tough. someone that's, that's tough. You know, like you said, we don't know this. No one know each other's background. They didn't know he was military. They didn't know this guy, uh, guy the other guy, Jordan, was, um, he'd been locked up what, 42 times. Right. Um, the signs were there. The, the best thing, I hate to say this, the best thing that could, that should have happened for Jordan was he should have stayed in jail. Mm. Um, considering all the rap sheets he had, you, you know, right? Uh, you know, the I judge mean, can the judge can uh, like something punch. where he can get help or uh, like, like if he's known for going in the station. Okay, yeah, he impersonated Michael Jackson, but at the same time, he's punching people's nose. Like a lot of stuff happened, and you just don't know when it's going to happen. And this happened in New York, correct? The subway thing, right? Okay, do and and Black Lives Matters, they they all into this. Um, do y'all recall of a Frank James? Y'all remember that guy? Well, for those who don't, um, then let me Yeah, yeah, remember. I remember yeah. I remember. So that happened in the subway. Black man, that mass shooting. He started shooting up the, mm-hmm. the, the mass subway shooting in the, yeah. and threw a smoke bomb like he's Batman. And run into the night. We don't know what's going to happen on that train. So exactly. anything can happen. Exactly. So if somebody is talking about I'm ready to die and they harming innocent people, you're trying to go to work, you're trying to go home, school, and you got someone that said they're ready to die. Now, you know, and, and my man intervened and said, oh, wait a minute, hold on, dude, you acting getting a little too much here so no i don't mm-hmm. i don't wish he died but at the end of the day to answer the question he's a hero i you know right he stood up for people who you know couldn't stand up for themselves because the, the, the ultimate because i'm sorry i'm sorry to just cut you off take away the race thing would this be a topic nope well no no nope. i wouldn't because that's, that's the only problem. thing I'm hearing. That's, See, that's, that's the, the problem with this. That's the only thing I'm hearing. That's the only thing I'm hearing. That's the only thing I'm hearing. And that's the more insulting thing about it. BLM and anybody who is protesting it, they don't value Black lives for real. I don't care why it was made to combat racism, whatever. The statement Black Lives Matter, we're saying that because Black Lives Matter in all contexts, in all situations, so even if you <laughs> trying to fight racial injustice, 
you trying to tell other people from other races that your life matters as a black person, like you matter too. You tell somebody that your life matters as well because that's what you believe. But if you treat yourself or you look and turn a blind eye at other people who look like you who don't treat each other like they matter, it's, it's hypocritical. It's elective outrage. So it's mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So um, to me, uh, you know, and again, I don't condone that. We wish no. he didn't. Right. We wish he, like, really say, he held right. it for a little bit or everybody hold him down to the to the cops got there or something. That's what I'm saying. Because it was enough for them to do that. They could have held him down. Until right. the cops, it was enough for y'all to do that. So choking but, him out, that one, no, he shouldn't have did that. He shouldn't have done that. But intervening, yes. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I man, we guys on one. We we guys on all one accord here. We guys on on one accord. Like for me, I'll just give him a tiger uppercut. You know, what I'm saying yeah. that's what I would do. <laughs> that's what I would do. Tiger uppercut. But uh, that's the show, guys. I mean, it's nothing much more. You know, we can we can. You know, talk about this. We, you know, we talked about the mind that's, you know, the 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 problems, the mental struggles that uh Jordan Neely was going through. But that doesn't play a part when people don't know hey, people don't know about it. Yeah, we looked at Daniel Penny and his US Marine. He's trained. And he should have done well, he should have done something else. Mike Tyson said this: everybody have a game plan until they get hit in the hit get hit in the face, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have a game plan. And so you get hit in the mouth. And then certainly you're like, oh, okay, I got changed plan. I mean, we see rise on the subway. But what are the what are the district attorneys and the mayor and the police chiefs are doing about it? Okay, they're doing something. They put more cameras and more officers, but stuff still happened. Why? Because police cannot be at every place at every hour, every time, every minute, every day, every second. It's impossible. So sometimes. People had to defend for themselves. Yeah. And then when you have when you have a case like this and it goes left, then you have the people who are the ones with the most to say who don't say nothing for 364, it's 363, 364 days out the year until one of them that just orb that the moon just sit right in front of the sun, in front of the Mars, in front of Jupiter, in front of Venus. Because why? Because it's a white guy and a black person. And here we go. Yep. The, the 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 planets are in line. They're in line because it's this is this is this is a this is a story. This is ratings. Ratings equal money. Oh, this is money. We could we can really sell this, and that's the problem we have with it. Don't drag race into this. It's nothing nothing to do with race. The problem is the guy came on there talking slick, and somebody was on there who can deal with it. The unfortunate part, the person passed, but he was just trying to protect the others. That's all. Listen, people, check our caps clip of the day. It speaks highly to this episode. Villains and heroes actually have the exact same backstory. The villain story and the backstory of the hero are pain. Yes. Heroes almost always an orphan in some way. They're, they're orphaned. The villain, if you'll watch the movie closely, screenwriters will put a scar on their face, a limp some sort of speech impediment. What they're indicating is that this person has a painful backstory. So the difference between the villain and the hero is one thing, it's how they respond to that. And the villain says, 
the world hurt me, I'm going to hurt it back. And the hero says, the world hurt me, I'm not going to let this happen. Wow. It's just Jeez. literally how you decide to react to pain that causes you to be the villain or the victim. Wow, what a powerful analogy. So let's know what you guys think. Is Daniel Penny a hero or a villain? You can always hit us up on Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. Until then, we will talk to you later. Of course, Holiday and Miss Waddy, thank you for being on this ride along with me. Remember, be alert, be aware, be safe, but also, also be dangerous. Until next time, we'll holler at you. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet with the announcer Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting the award today? Today, Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than a good Samariner who stopped runaway stroller. It was a terrifying sight for a great aunt as she struggled to get back onto her feet to stop a stroller carrying her great nephew from rolling into speeding traffic Monday in the city of Hesperia, northeast of Los Angeles. CBS Los Angeles reports. But Ron Nesman was sitting on a bench outside a nearby car wash when he saw a woman who was in her 60s fall down several times. She was trying to catch the stroller, carrying the baby away. She sees the child going into the streets, and that's all she saw, said Nesman. She can't do nothing. Nesman rushed off the bench and intercepted the stroller, saving the baby before the gusty, high desert wind pushed into the path of speeding cars. I see her. I felt so bad for the lady, said Nesman. I got nephews and niece, and I couldn't imagine something like that. Hesman had just finished a job interview when he jumped into action. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't do nothing, said Nesman. I just glad I realized it and was on it. Nesman and his family hope this will be a teachable moment for people. Always double check that the wheel of the stroller are locked. Excellent point. We on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast salute to you and thank you for saving the baby's life. We thank you for being our Blue Cape Award winner. Well, thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness. And it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever. But not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. The police.